the amount of times that even opponents have just kind of said the term, you know, he's a dog and he's a competitor. Um, those kind of words, I think, ring ring really loudly in NFL locker rooms. So to hear those kind of words come out of, you know, not just teenagers' mouths in college. Um, these, these are grown men who this is their living, and they will go to battle for Josh Allen uh, until they're bloodied and beaten. Time to be on the Y.O. Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. We have a special guest for a special episode highlighting Josh Allen with the Buffalo Bills. We've got Dan Fates, a sports reporter with 13 Wham out in Rochester, New York. He's here to talk to us about Josh Allen. I said yesterday that Josh is going to be the MVP. I firmly believe this. He's going to be the NFL MVP this season. So I wanted to talk to somebody who might have a little bit more insight on Josh and his play so far this season. So, Dan, thanks for joining us. How are you today? I'm doing well, guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Josh has had a hell of a season so far. I don't think anybody can, uh, even his toughest critics, I think uh, everybody can admit that. No doubt. I mean, everything, granted, it's the Jets and the Dolphins, but I, I'm I'm fully on the hype train, so I may be a lost cause. We'll see what happens so far this season. But can you tell us a little bit more about your background? I know you cover the Bills, and just let let our listeners know who exactly you are. Yeah, so I've been covering the Bills for about five years now. So I was uh. I was there Rex Ryan's last season in Buffalo. Um, been covering the team for two different stations here in Rochester. Uh, now we're for the ABC affiliate. And uh, it was interesting. During this pandemic, um, we kind of, obviously, a lot of people had a lot of time on their hands. And I actually did some more extensive research into kind of who Josh Allen was uh, this season. So it was, it was kind of interesting. I did a story uh, that was put up on 13 Wham and our buffaloplus.com, which really features a lot of Bill stuff. You know, everybody knows Josh Allen from, you know, the kid from Wyoming. Um, I actually talked to Coach Bowles and uh, some of his other coaches at Wyoming before um, this season, just to get a sense because there was a lot of expectations on Josh as to, you know, a lot of people kind of talked about this being his make or break here and just some really interesting stuff as to who he was and who he still is and, uh, just real interesting on who he was and, and how this was a kid that, you know, recruit. I think that's well known, but had to go to junior college. Only one, you know, college offered him was, was Wyoming. And just an understanding of, of how confident this kid was. It was was the one thing that really stuck out to me, where everybody said, you know, this guy was so confident. And I kept asking everybody, how could he be so confident when nobody wanted him? How could he be so confident when he was a zero-star recruit out of high school? How could he be so confident? And that's just kind of the makeup of, of who Josh Allen is, and it's uh, it's paying off right now because uh, I think a lot of haters are eating their words. Yeah, Dan has a great story dating back to Josh Allen's time in Firebop, pinned Fire. on his Twitter, at Dan Fates, F-E-T-E-S, if you want to go check that out. Highly recommend it. It's a great video, and... I just want to ask, what what have you seen 
from the time dating back to last season to now that you feel Josh has progressed the most? What What is it that stands out to you? I think it's the, the calmness. I think it's when you start to see, you knew he had the arm talent. That was never a question. You knew he had the legs and, and the ability to run, and you knew he had the big size, but you know, that there's so much more to playing the quarterback position, whether it's reads and progressions and, and kind of understanding how NFL defenses are going to face you and how your offensive system. And he really, all offseason, you know, this, this training camp that we did, all of his Zoom calls that he talked to us reporters, just how comfortable he felt and the, the composure. And some of the things that really stood out to me is, you know, he said answers like, I have, more, I have more answers now to problems that I'm going to face this year. And when you started to hear that, it was like almost a light bulb kind of seemed to go off in his head. And this was a guy that was a project coming out of Wyoming. I mean, you guys know it. He was, it, was, it was raw talent. But out of that draft class with, you know, Josh Rosen and Baker Mayfield and, you know, and even Lamar Jackson, obviously, in that category, too, he was the one that was seen as one of the biggest projects. And it wasn't going to happen overnight. And the Bills, you know, they sunk for two years. But the talent around Josh wasn't great. And I think you guys can attest to that when I talked to, uh, you know, the Wyoming head coach this, this offseason. He said that going in from Josh's junior year or his redshirt sophomore year to his junior year was just the fact that they lost about five starters on offense. And when Josh chose to come back because he wanted to play with these guys again, and, and he was a real focal point. Um, I think that was some of the stuff that Josh had to deal with now. And now with talent around him, it just looks like the game has slowed down. You know, they, they always talk about, you know, the duck on the water looks real calm, but underneath his feet are kind of paddling. Everything seems to kind of slow down for Josh Allen right now. We know Josh is a leader in the locker room. We see these videos. We read, we hear his teammates just complimenting his leadership. What is it that makes him such a great leader and makes these vets, these NFL guys, respect him so much as a leader? I think it's the fact that he'll do whatever it takes to win. Um, that, that, you know, Josh talked about um, the media, even some of the coaches have been critical of Josh. Um, when he runs, it's not getting hit. Obviously, he got a concussion last year in the New England game. And we asked him about, you know, this past week against Miami, he pretty much. It was like a third and 15, and he could have slid, and it would have been fourth and seven. Instead, Josh takes on you know, Miami linebacker Kyle Van Noy and pretty much stiff-arms him to the ground. Still comes up five yards short. But he said, you know, while that wasn't the smartest thing to do, he goes, I'll do whatever it takes to win. And when you have a new guy like Stephon Diggs, who's another proven number one wide receiver in this league, and after the first game we asked Stephon what it was like to play with him, and he goes, he's got a little kid in him. And he goes, and that stuff's infectious. And he goes, you want to play hard for him because you know he's going to play hard for you. And when you got guys, you know, talking like that and, and just the amount of times that even opponents have just kind of said the term, you know, he's a dog and he's a competitor. Um, those kind of words, I think, ring, ring really loudly in NFL locker rooms. So to hear those kind of words come out of, you know, not just teenagers' mouths in college, um, these, these are grown men who this is their living. And – they will go to battle for Josh Allen uh, until they're bloodied and beaten. So it, it, it's, and especially as the wins pile up, you start to buy in even more. Uh, so I think that's gone a long way. You kind of led me into my next question. David was kind of talking a little bit about it yesterday. 
how big has the addition of Stephon Diggs really been for Josh? I mean, it's been massive. I mean, listen, I was, you know, you can go back and look at some of my tweets, and I was critical of Josh last year, just the inconsistencies. I, I think that, that that was the big thing he needed to check off. And right now, through two weeks of the season, I know it's just two weeks of the season, but Stephon Diggs has been that safety blanket, whether it's a deep pass, whether it's an in-between pass. He's been a guy that Josh can count on, that he knows he's going to get open. And not only that, Josh admitted it after the game on Sunday that he probably threw about two interceptions, like two balls that should have been picked, and Stephon Diggs made both the catches. And when, when you start to get that, you start to build that confidence. Um, it, it, it goes back to just Josh feeling more comfortable. Like he has a true number one guy. Look, the best guy that, you know, Josh has probably had in his time in Buffalo before, you know, this season was maybe Kelvin Benjamin. He was supposed to be a guy that was supposed to come over from Carolina and just completely fizzled out. John Brown is a great wide receiver, but not a true number one. Um, what Stephon Diggs has really brought is a safety blanket for Josh and, and just increased his confidence and comfort level. Um, you really can't talk about Josh's success early on this season without mentioning Stephon Diggs in the same breath. Couldn't agree more about Stefan Diggs and what he's done for the offense so far through the first two weeks of the season. And I won't go into Kelvin Benjamin and his limitations. And John <laughs> Brown is, is a great receiver, and he also benefits right. from Stefan Diggs being there. What play so far through these first two weeks has stood out to you the most from the Buffalo Bills offense led by Josh Allen? Last week against Miami, you know, Josh had probably his best first half of his career. He threw for 249 yards. And before that game, Josh had only thrown for over 250 yards in an entire game five times in his career. And he did it in a first half. And that was coming off a game where he threw for 300 yards for the first time in week one. Well, Bills fans also know that, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick can kind of get hot and the Fitzmagic train was working on Sunday. And the Bills offense stalled in the third quarter. And Ryan Fitzpatrick led 13 unanswered points, and the Dolphins took the lead early in the fourth quarter. The first play, when the Bills got the ball after the Dolphins scored the go-ahead touchdown, Josh went play action and took a shot and hooked up with Stephon Diggs for 47 yards. Like, that didn't happen in the past. One, the offense, you know, Brian Dable, the offensive play caller, would have never put the ball in Josh's hands, and two, they would have never taken a shot. But to me, I think that shows just the, the poise and the presence and the confidence that Josh has right now for this Bills offense to, and Josh Allen, to not wait for the defense to make a play or somebody else to make a play. Josh is now at the point where he's like, I'm going to make the play. I'm going to be the one, you know, the Dolphins hit us in the face. I'm going to strike back. I'm going to be the next one that throws the punch. I'm not going to wait for somebody else. That was big to me because they, they, they just didn't do that in the past. You look at the, the Houston playoff game. They kind of sat back. And they, you know, they, they, they tried to run out the clock. They didn't do that against Miami when they were down in the fourth quarter. And they scored on and Josh threw the game, you know, the go-ahead touchdown. They forced the Dolphins to go three and out. And the next play, with about five minutes left, they're up four. They could run the clock out again. But again, Josh takes a deep shot deep and hooks up with John Brown for 46-yard touchdown pass. Like, that just doesn't happen. That's never happened in Buffalo in two decades. And to have a guy that has that level of confidence, and like I said, going back to what he talked about during training camp, of just saying, I have answers now. Like, like I know the problems that I'm going to face, and now I have answers to that test. Is, is just really exciting. So those two plays, back-to-back drives, Josh 
kind of silencing the critics, too, about his default issues last year. Uh, he was the worst passer in the league on throws over 20 yards. Um, to go back-to-back 40-yard completions late in the fourth quarter in a close game, I think speaks a volume about where this offense can go and the ceiling at which Josh Allen has moving forward this season. All right, I'll wrap it up here with two quick ones. I don't want to pressure you in to thinking that Josh Allen is going to win the NFL MVP like I'm already <laughs> convinced. But what do you think his chances are based on what you've seen so far these first two weeks of the season? Well, we talked about it on our buffaloplus.com. We have a YouTube channel that has all of our build content as well as obviously on Twitter. We talked about it before the season. You know, the most dark horse to win the MVP in Vegas. And he checked off a lot of the box teams that have come along. You look at what Patrick Mahomes did taking a team that was on the rise of a Chiefs team that, that, that was good. They, they were a good team, obviously. They lost to the Patriots that, that year, two years ago. And then Lamar Jackson, who, again, team on the rise, exciting, team went far, and team that won a lot of games. If the Bills, I predicted the Bills to go, you know, uh, 12 and 4 this year. If you win 12 games, you're going to be in the conversation for an MVP. And if your team's doing that and Josh Allen continues to play, you know, respectable quarterback, he's going to get a lot of looks. I, I don't think it's crazy. I think he has a, a, a legitimate shot. And he doesn't need to throw for 300 or 400 yards and four touchdowns every game. But if the Bills keep winning and, and, and they all of a sudden become a real, you know, conference contender and uh, Super Bowl contender, Josh is going to get a lot of the credit because that's what quarterbacks are. So I think if they win 12 games, I think he's going to be one of the top three guys. Um, obviously, as you're saying, we're two weeks into the season. But it's exciting because we've never seen Josh do this and – there's this is the possibility of what the Bills drafted. That this kid coming out of Wyoming, he probably had the highest ceiling and he also had the lowest basement. And he's kind of floated somewhere in between, and critics have kind of uh, feasted off that. But I, I really don't think it's crazy to think that he could win the MVP. If I had to put a percentage at it, 25%, I, I think his odds are just as good as you know, Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes right now at this point in the season. Yeah, he's currently plus 1,800. If you actually want to wager on it, Russell Wilson is, after Sunday night's performance, was plus 240. So he's kind of a – Russell Wilson is kind of a heavy favorite given that it's only two weeks into the season. Want to wrap it up. We'll talk about this week's game. It's kind of interesting. I know you tweeted about the other day the little – potential in-game rivalry of Jalen Ramsey being on the other side for the Los Angeles Rams. Ramsey famously has called Josh Allen trash on multiple occasions. It'll be the first time these two square off with Ramsey being on the Rams. So what are you expecting from Josh Allen and the offense on Sunday? So Josh right now leads the league in passes completed over 20 yards. He's got eight of them which is a big change of pace than what he did last year. I don't think he's going to take too many deep shots this week on practice. They worked on a lot of short passes, which I'm not ruining anybody's game plan. When you have somebody as good as a defensive tackle as Aaron Donald is, and Allen called him probably the best to ever do it earlier uh, on Wednesday. I think there'll be a lot of short passes. I think this will test Allen's um, composure again. 
in the pocket. Uh, it's going to be on the offensive line to, to, to keep Allen safe, but this Rams defense will be a big step up from what they faced, you know, against the Jets and the Dolphins. So I, I see Josh, you know, I think he's going to have to do it again with his, his legs at times. And it, it's, uh, it's the good and the bad with Josh Allen running. Look, Josh Allen has the, the second most touchdowns through three se- or four seasons in, in, uh, in quarterback history. He also has 24 fumbles in 28, uh, 29 games now. So he's going to have to be creative. And I think that's one thing that Brian Gable, the offensive coordinator, has done a really good job at is kind of keeping teams guessing. In week one, he ran the ball 12 times. Last week, he ran the ball just twice. And, you know, but threw for 400 yards. So I think he's now, whereas in, in, in times past, you go, well, what is the defense going to do to stop Josh? Or how can Josh Allen get going against this defense? He's now making it tough on defenses of knowing, do we take away the run or do we take away the pass? So I think it'll be a close game. I don't know if the Bills necessarily win because they're starting two linebackers, Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds, missed last week. The Dolphins gashed them for 28 points. Um, I think it's a close game. I think it's a one-score game. I think Josh gets, you know, gets the Bills on the board. I think he's, you know, I see this as a 28-24 game. Um, if Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds play, I will give the edge to the Bills. If they don't, I'll give that same score edge to the Los Angeles Rams. But I, I don't see Josh Allen taking a step back. I see this as just, you know, players don't like to call it this, but us in the media love to call this a measuring stick game. I think we'll really see how Josh Allen has progressed from year, you know, year two to year three uh, this week. Yeah, it certainly will be a measuring stick game. The Rams are quite the jump up in class for the Buffalo Bills from their previous two opponents so far this season. Thank you, Dan, for your time. Dan Fates from 13 Wham up in Rochester, New York. Really appreciate your time and all of the insights. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Shout out any suggestions, baby